Hi everyone and welcome to episode 12 of the Therapeutic Rainbow and I'm very happy to welcome Rachel here today and she is from La La Tigers but I'll get her to explain all about what that is. So thank you for coming Rachel and do you want to tell us who you are? Yeah hi Tash how's it going? Uh, first of all uh, thank you for having me on and can I just start with a massive rah because that's kind of what I do. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> all about tigers and fierceness in my camp um so my name is rachel and i'm the founder of lala tigers which is a musical educational platform to empower children under seven with music i'm a tedx speaker and an nlp practitioner and a hypnotherapist and then behind all of that as well i'm also a mum of two gorgeous little boys who have inspired all of my life's work oh and i'm a musician and a songwriter as well absolutely <laughs> So do you want to tell us a bit, I mean, I can say from my background in the sense of we met a couple of weeks ago and you introduced me to this music that has, I will say, transformed my life, transformed my girl's life. Brushing your teeth has never been so exciting. So do you want to tell us a bit about the music that you're doing? Yeah, of course, because that's kind of where a lot of my work started. So um, if we kind of head back to my children are a bit older now, they're nine and 11. But when they were a little bit younger, uh, one of my children found it quite difficult to follow instructions and yeah. be present. And uh, that's quite stressful. You know what it's like when you're trying to get out in the morning, Tash? Yeah. We're on lockdown at the moment. So clearly getting out on time is not so much of a stress. But at the time I had two children sort of 19 months apart and it was becoming really, really frustrating. And then one day when I was trying to get my kids out and I was like, shoes, all the things, this song came on the radio and my eldest child, he just started singing all the words. And I kind of realized that music was gonna reach him where perhaps my words weren't. Now at the time I'd been running live music sessions for under fives, which I did in the Brighton area. Yeah, for parents and children under five. So I was like, oh, okay. So initially where my work started was really just kind of, sort of trying to help myself out a little bit. So I wrote songs to get the shoes and coats on in five seconds and I wrote the toothbrushing song. Um, but of course, I don't, like some of my songs are plinky plonky stuff, but I'm like a hardcore raver and a bit of a yeah. rock chick deep down. So uh, some of my songs came out as some banging hard trance. I tried to I tried to keep some of the children's music in there, but I find it very difficult because when I'm writing music, I like to write music that I want to write. Absolutely. Um, so uh, from this experience, I kind of like it worked like an absolute charm, and I I kid you not, it's like people started asking me for songs. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I had this friend that came round and she's like, oh my God, Rachel, can you just, like, please, can you write a song to make them pick their pants up off the floor? So that became a massive banging house track, Pick Up Your Pants, one of my personal faves. <laughs> um, but at the time, like, it, it kind of really, really evolved because once I realised that music had this power to go straight in, at the time I was doing a lot of my own self-development work. I'd come out of a really difficult situation with my children and I was on a real uh, like a reclamation. I was reclaiming my soul, reclaiming who I was. And I was going very much into the world of personal growth and mindset yeah. therapy. And I was starting to learn how the, the beliefs that we form during the first seven years of life become the models that we use to run the rest of our lives. Absolutely. And I, yeah, which is scary, right? So 95% of all of our behavior 
happens completely unconsciously based on the programming that we receive in the first seven years of life. And I was like, ooh. And I just had this little penny drop moment where I thought that maybe I could start to teach my children some of the things that I knew or some of the things that I was learning from the world of personal growth, because a lot of the work in personal growth and transformation is most of it's undoing all the stories and the negativity and undoing trapped emotions that are caused in those early childhoods. So I was thinking, oh, okay, there might be something here. Maybe we can go straight into source and maybe start teaching our children about their internal worlds now while yeah. they're a bit younger. So uh, I came up with a song called I Am Capable of Anything. And I was sitting at my piano at the time and do you know when you think oh, this is probably not going to work and I was like had the idea and I was tinking around on my piano um and I must have played it like a hundred like while I was working out the songs and the words and things in my head and then about an hour or so after that we had gone down to the skateboard park uh, I don't know if you know Brighton at all Levels yeah. got an amazing thing yeah um so I'm sitting there and I'm kind of doing all these different designs and I'm trying to work on what La La Tigers is and my little boy who was six at the time he comes running over to me and he goes mom i've just dropped in off the bowl so so this is like a nine foot concrete drop and it's like quite serious i mean my my child hadn't done anything like that before he'd like been up and down on ramps and he was quite confident but he hadn't dropped in and he just looked at me and he goes yeah it's like you said in your song mummy i i just have to belief that I could do it and I did it oh it's giving me goosebumps oh, and I was like oh my goodness because like I hadn't been playing the, the song to the you know to my kids they'd just been like overhearing it and I was like oh my goodness and I started that was the moment that I knew that La La Tigers was not going to be um just about getting children to do stuff and helping me out but it, that it could be so much more and it's really interesting because I was it was um it was a it was a moment of real realization for me around about that time because I had lots of parents going can you write a song to get them to hold their knife and fork properly and can you write a song done to stop shouting at me and can you write a song to do this and I sat there and it was really difficult for me because of course when you're starting a new venture everyone says you need to give your clients what they really want yeah. and I was no and like I was like oh my goodness I, I don't know what to do it was like this real crossroady moment um and I was like in this moment because I had just recently lost my dad and I'd lost my brother and I'd had like these kind of revolutionary moments with the butterfly I'm not going to go into it's all a bit woo so I'm not going to yeah. go all into it now um but the butterfly is the sign of transformation which is what had started me on my journey of personal growth anyway and had managed to wake me up out of the situation and get my kids away and be safe from where we were and I sat there and I did a meditation and I was like I cannot work this out I don't know what to do do I write songs to get kids to do stuff and to help parents out or do I focus on transformation, please help me. And I did a meditation and I sat there and I sort of drifted off and I came back out of this meditation. And about 20 seconds after I came out of this meditation, a butterfly flew in through the window and it landed on my leg. <laughs> and that was the moment. So basically, like rightly or wrongly, I've based my entire business absolutely, butterfly, which is probably a bit mental, but was deeply personal to me. And actually it has led me on a journey that has been so much more rewarding 
and so much more in line with who I am and what I want, the legacy that I want to leave for my children and the messages that I want to sow into children's minds. You know? Yeah, and it's amazing because I've only, what, we first met maybe two, three weeks ago and I've been playing them most days and you can see the girls picking up these messages and they're like, yeah, mummy, because teamwork makes the dream work. And I was like, yes, it does. Oh my God, I love that. I love it so much. And what I really love about it as well, because we use the songs as in a, in a parenting program and like the, some of the parents come in and going, oh my goodness. And then, I, and then I remembered the song, love is the answer to every single question. Yes, it is. And it really, it's, it's kind of just like subliminal messaging, yeah. you know, because like nobody remembers anything that their parents told them when they were three or four. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. But they remember all of the songs. I mean, it just goes straight in. It's like music's like, it's like learning on steroids and it just yeah. stays there. I think I was reading um, a, an article the other day that actually the part of the brain that is even lost to Alzheimer's and dementia, they, music isn't lost. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It stays there forever. So I'm like, yeah. oh my goodness, what can I teach the children? Yeah. It's powerful. And I guess in lockdown, this has been even more powerful. Have you had more kind of work through lockdown or? Yeah, well, it's really interesting because, of course, I spent three years building like programs about around about mental and emotional health. So my fascination is the personal growth and all the things that basically all the things that you can't see. Yeah. that are going to make all the, the biggest difference to your children's lives. So whether they believe in themselves, whether they're enough, their imagination, um, thoughts and feelings what are they how to manage them and yeah the, the interest having spent three years in, in like you know when you're like just working away on something on your own suddenly it's like oh okay now people are going okay this is actually really useful and this is yeah. really beneficial because like, you can't teach children about anxiety by talking about anxiety it's way yeah. too high level you can have a high level conversation about you know what anxiety is but really it's about teaching children to be present so i have a song called monkey mind and it's really just about our naughty little thoughts and how they're like naughty little monkeys jumping around all over the place and in yeah. my in in the workshops um that we do we talk about ourselves being like the blue sky and that thoughts and feelings are just like clouds that go over the blue sky but behind that is you that's your yeah. your eunice the the ever ever present ever you know watching awareness and so monkey mind is all about that so i it's really interesting some people come in and find me about the toothbrushing song i think actually my toothbrushing song is the most downloaded song on spotify so clearly <laughs> it changed my life yeah clearly that's how people find me <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're just going to brush our David David, and it's not plinky plonky you know you can have a bit of a break yeah, with the kids. we do have a good dance to it always important bang the bass up you know but then I think then they start to go oh what else is there yeah you know and so yeah it's been really interesting to see how it's been working yeah and I guess that will keep evolving because as you say especially in the time we're in at the moment with mental health going through the roof we you've got an avenue to kind of say look you are awesome and you will be okay if you believe in yourself and it, that's really all it is isn't yeah. it I mean when we talk about what we, when I think about what I want for my children and I look at my children and I'm sure you feel the same Tash it's just like all I see is this completely magical yeah being with complete untapped potential and I'm just thinking the only thing that's going to get in the way of them living to themselves potential is their own inner voice it's their it's their it's their own 
getting in the way of them. So this is why most adults are not living to their full potential because of the stories that are, would you just excuse me, Tash? Because no, that's fine. My, my little one wants me, hang on just a moment. Sorry, where was I? The, the only thing that's going to stop you living to your full potential. Yeah, is, absolutely. Is your own inner voice and unhealed wounds and tra traumas from your own past. And so it's like the work that I've been doing predominantly has been with parents of under seven. But now what's yeah. happening is it's starting to become of interest to education. Yeah. So now I've been I've just was a speaker at the early education summit. Um, I'm talking to nurseries and schools and I'm talking to um, some contacts in the state because the quicker that we teach our children about this kind of thing. I mean, one in three mental health issues starts in early childhood. Yeah, absolutely. One in three. And so this the whole environment, it's the early environment is absolutely everything as to whether we can allow absolutely. children to live to their full potential. So the work that we do with you with music is, of course, you get to increase the connection in the family, which is vital for the child's self-esteem and well-being anyway. But then also it's actually that connection that supercharges the learning that's going in. I mean, you can play the songs, but when you do something with an energy of joy or an energy of love, I think it was, um, I think it's Dr. Karen Purvis, uh, the late Dr. Karen Purvis. And I think she, I can't remember the, I think she's the Child Development Center. She's, she has passed away now, but one of the things that her research found was that it takes 400 repetitions of something to create a new synapse in the brain. Yeah but only 12 when it's done with an energy of joy. And I'm like, boom, there it is. Yeah, you know? absolutely. You know, it just goes straight in. So yeah. really, yeah, really, really exciting times. And I really, and what really is your workshop all about? What will people find in those workshops? Oh, okay. So uh, I have um, a program called the Razor Tiger program, which is a whole massive journey. And it's everything from language yeah. to uh, thoughts and feelings, imagination, encouraging courage, but it's a parenting program. So it, my work works very much on the transformation of the parent in order to facilitate the child living to the full potential. So it's very much like a, I want to say two-pronged attack, because I don't mean like it's a two-pronged attack, but if you want to reach and affect the child, the person that you have to affect the most is the parent. And so a lot of the work that we do with the parents is about observing, detaching, removing yourself from emotional situations. And then we use the music and the workshops to then teach the same concepts to the children in a way that they can understand. Um, and so the workshops, the songs that you hear on Spotify, they're just the songs. But yeah. in the programme, before the songs, there's normally some kind of explanation or we do uh, or we'll have a guest workshop on, for example, we have a song called Raindrops. And I know that your daughters were talking to me about this before yes. we came on earlier as their favourite song is Raindrops. Well, in, the, in our programme, we have this amazing uh, EFT specialist who does tapping with children. And so we use the song to do tapping with children so that we can explain to children about how emotions are really just like energy and how they get trapped and we talk about the force and all this kind of stuff and then we pair the song with it so Amazing. that's what happens in my bigger programs um but then i also run i have a five-day coaching series which is a free coaching series that i run for parents of under sevens that just helps them to think about things in a different way because everything is perception it's just the way that we see things is affects our behavior and our beliefs are like the engines 
and the energies drive the thoughts and the thoughts drive the feelings and the feelings drive the behavior. And when parents can understand that, instead of looking at the behavior, they can start to dig deep a little and think about what is actually going on underneath? What is the experience that my child is having? Yeah. And how can we influence that for not just for the, the, the own benefit of our own child, but how can we influence that for the greater good of all? I mean, teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. You mentioned earlier. There's, there's a double meaning in that. I mean, of course, you can teach the song, you know, you can go, okay, we're all going to help wash up and we're all going to help dry up. And that's all kind of part of it as well. But it has a much bigger meaning we also have another song there's a few songs in my program that aren't on spotify that are going to be coming on the third album which uh songs about all being connected yeah. and how we're all the same and and it really just encouraging children to understand consciousness and this unlimited power that they have the opportunity to tap into absolutely and i think as parents sometimes we have the kind of belief in ourselves that we can't just play we can't just be we're, we're constantly thinking what's going on what's that why am I doing that why are they playing like that rather than just stripping back I mean I nearly came on air with the big pink wig on and the girls were like she won't mind she stings about things and I'm like I know but I'm a little bit I'm a bit disappointed belief. that you didn't yeah <laughs> and if I'd have known then I would have gone and got mine do you know <laughs> I, I think this is a quite a big problem actually and this is why I talk about the reclamation of the parent being one of the most yeah. important things for the children because children don't listen to what you say they copy what you are yeah. and so many times I think parents find it very difficult to get out of adult head yeah. and into the play world and this is one of the things that I really noticed at my music session so when I was running my music sessions for under fives yes we would do wheels on the bus yes we would do twinkle twinkle little star but every now and then I would throw in something by queen or something but you know something from my youth a bit of fame or you know something by tight fit just to kind of break up the monotony of the children's songs but one of the things that I noticed in my sessions is that when that happened what happened was the whole energy in the room would change and instead of the mums having like what I would call Mary Poppins fun do you know yeah. like oh look 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 how good they started actually having actual fun and there's a real distinct difference in the energy Absolutely. and a lot of the work that I talk about with children and parents is about vibration and frequency and raising that I mean that's what the attitude is gratitude is about and my son called I'm a happiness generator it's about understanding that we have a personal vibration and how we raise that and so what I do in my programs is I drag the parents down to the children's level because that's the yeah. only way that this is going to work this is not going to work unless you are connecting with your child so we have this awesome air guitar workshop where we hired out an indoor skateboard park and I got the three times UK air guitar champion to come in because like I can rock but I thought if I'm going to do this properly That's amazing. <laughs> if we're going to do this let's do this and we teach the kids windmills and knee slides and then we have a bad wedding dancing championship week where we've got like some dodgy 80s music and it's all about encouraging the children to like encouraging the parents to remember who they are Absolutely. underneath the wife and the mother and the cook and the bottle washer and the spouse and the cleaner and all the other roles that they have to play reclaiming themselves who are they underneath all that stuff who are they when they were six let's go and get them yeah. bring them back to and them. not compare yourself to what you see on I talk a lot on the podcast about the Instagram versus reality and actually why do you just put that on what happened to the rest of the world what happened to the rest of the day and actually just having fun and seeing all that and forgetting the tantrums and just being free it's, it's awesome but I do think I mean we we all our children are sort of growing up in this 
I call it the cesspool of media, like affectionately, obviously, because I need to use social media for my work. But I look at what my children are growing up in. We didn't have to, as I admit, we, I'm quite old. I didn't have to deal with any of that when I was growing up. And they're sort of bombarded with these images of perfection. And it's one of the songs I wrote was called Perfectly Imperfect. And it's actually about that is because sometimes I think people are so afraid to make mistakes yeah. that they're not prepared to try. Yeah. And I know through going through the whole process of being able to step out of working in a village hall into cre even creating an online program or putting my songs out there, there was a huge amount of overcoming of imposter syndrome and perfectionism and who the hell am I to be doing this, do you know? And I think sometimes we forget this perfection that is just being bombarded us. I think it's actually creating more fear, Definitely. more fear of judgment, more, more shame. Um, I had this wonderful saying the other day and it basically, she said, don't compare your backstage to somebody else's front stage. And I was like, yes, I totally get that. Do you know, cause we're just looking at all these gorgeous pictures amazing, on social yeah. media. And then and I, I, in one of my, uh, in one of my sessions in my program, I'm like, look, just so you know, behind me, it all looks gorgeous. But in this corner over here, there's a whole load of toys and stuff and probably some pants that I've kind of had to shove in the corner to make it all look pretty because this is real. And I'm a mum, I'm a single mum and I'm raising two kids. That's a mess. Yeah, absolutely. Stuff, you know? And it's just about kind of just letting that go sometimes and thinking, what is the worst that could happen? What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Do you know, I think, I think there's so many faces that we show to the world. There's faces that we show on Instagram and there's faces that we show to our friends. And then there's the real face, isn't there? Yeah. And it's about the work that I do. And I, I come seriously from a place, I say this to all my mums, is that I don't come from this enlightened Buddha place where I'm this perfect parent. It's because the perfect parent doesn't exist. Yeah, absolutely. You, know? you are uh, the perfect parent. Oh, thank you, Mitch. Time that beautifully. Well done. <laughs> thank you. My children have arrived. Um, I'm just on a call at the moment, baby. This is this is real life, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, mine are only downstairs because I put the telly on. Yeah, I know. I love this because they know that I'm on a call. So they, I say, don't come in, I'm on a call, right? And then what they do is they persistently come in and ask for all the things that they want because they know that I am vulnerable and that I'm on a call. I can't go to the skate park right now, chicken, because I'm on a Zoom call at the moment. But if you, if, yeah, soon. Okay, there you go. He's tied me down, look, see, closed me. Children are, children are the best salespeople ever. Well, they like they won't stop till they get a yes till they get absolutely a yes. so i guess thinking about that is thinking if you had your pot of gold at your end of your rainbow then what would it be filled with skate park obviously i think it would be filled with a skate park for my children i have spent many a cold afternoon at a skateboard skateboard park no, it's not my idea of fun uh, i think my pot of gold would be to leave a legacy and to impact a generation of children to know that not only can they choose to create the life of their dreams but they can use their gifts and talents and experiences to serve others or some greater good in some way that 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 is what I live for that's what gets me up at 5am every day and that is what I do absolutely so where can people find out more about this La La Tiger program mm, well they can find uh, lalatigers.com so Lala Tigers with an S, they can come and find, there's loads and loads of information on there. Um, 
However, I also, and I'm running this on Facebook, my five days to fierce, which is my free coaching series. If they come and find me in La La Tigers on either Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, you will find me and there will be a link on there and you can come and join the fun. There'll be, there's always dancing. It's always fun and there's loads of penny drops. I'll be there. You will learn yeah. so much. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you very much for coming. And all the songs are on Spotify. So start singing along. You start singing, Tash. Thank you so much for having me. Well, no, thank you very one. much. And just let, to let the listeners know that next week we'll be speaking to Kathy Spooner and she's all the way over in the USA and she's talking about attachment and trauma. So again, thank you very much for listening, everyone. And we'll speak to you soon. Take care for now. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.